0: Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can be part of our dice game from FanDuel. We give you fun ingredients, four of them in fact, and you get to set your lineup for free. So come and join us at HerFantasyFootball.com. Also, you can chat with us on, her, on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook.com forward slash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And I'm Ashley Williams. And
0: I'm Brandon Marianne Lee. Week 13. Week 13. Boom. Last <laughs> week, week, week before 13. the playoffs. Playoffs. Yep. This is intense. I made a lot of moves today. Did you? I did. I missed out on all the waiver wire. I didn't get anything off the waiver. Nobody let me get anything, so I said, "Okay, forget it." And today, I just picked up like crazy. I changed like all of my kickers. I like, I did. I wow. changed like all of them. I got like rid of everyone. Wow. It's just like <laughs> bold. I know. No, I'm like really getting. I'm like ready, totally into it. Oh, I got. I got picked up a defense because St. Louis is awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to go bad for them.
2: I know you like keep pulling
0: for them. You're like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But when you have injuries. They just couldn't get it together. The offense is so bad that. And Jeff Fisher can kiss my. Yep. Yep. Sometimes you just got to move on. And week 13 for me was my week to just move on. Cut ties, hit reality, We're going into playoffs. We need, we need a miracle in some leagues. Right. So let's just get straight into it. Thursday night's game. Um, we got the Green Bay Packers, 7-4, and four, at the Detroit Lions, 4-7. and seven.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Detroit beat Green Bay at, on their home turf, so Green Bay is hoping to do the same to Detroit this week. And maybe. Uh, Ty Montgomery has already been ruled out for tomorrow night's game due to his ankle, in- ankle injury, and so has tackle Brian Bellaga, which isn't good. Um, oh, no, actually, he hasn't. I'm sorry. no, no. Sorry, I don't mean to freak you out. He didn't practice. He's questionable. Okay. There you go.
1: Sorry.
2: I'm going off the rails already. Team one. That's Team, one. one. Team one. Wow. Uh, so uh, bring a tear to your eye, Jordy Nelson. Let's talk about him for a second. Supposedly he is uh, ahead of schedule, though. His knee injury, he's he's rehabbing. He's looking great. He believes he will be full participant at training camp this summer. Not
1: quite. <laughs> <scouting laughs> Hey, thanks All for right. your uh, yearly yeah, update. I thought like it was
0: going to be like freak recovery. And you're yeah. Like, hey and guys, like, I'm
2: an AP. What you know? He's gonna be great. He's
0: gonna be <sighs> great.
2: Hey. Big deal. Big doings. Big doings. Here's the deal. He's at every practice, though, to try to help the wide receivers. And man, did they need help. Devontae Adams is supposedly still bothered by that ankle injury, Mm. according to his wide receiver coach. Still, he had more drops last
1: week, three, than he had catches, two. But that's still a third of the drops that Mike Evans would have. No, so it could be worse.
2: <laughs> could be worse. Could be Mike Evans. Um, when well, the Packers put the Lions in week nine, that was the big 21 target game for Devontae Adams, where he caught 10 of them, less than 50%, yeah. for 79 yards. James Jones had zero catches on two targets, but that's because he was blanketed by Darius Slay. Darius Slay is this guy who's really emerged as a, a shutdown corner this year for Detroit, and he's part of the reason that they're making this big turnaround. So good for them. Way to go, Detroit. Uh, Yeah, and Randall Cobb caught five of his 10 targets against Detroit last time as well for 53 yards. So in general, the wide receiving court is just not happening. The Lions have allowed only two touchdowns and no more than 79 yards to receive um, uh, to an opposing wideout since week eight. Randall Cobb might be one of... The biggest disappointment. Disappointment. I was going
1: to say. He's yeah. such a no. disappointment this year. It's really Who sad? knew
2: he needed Jordy Nelson like that?
1: I know. Especially Jordan wow. Jordy
2: went I was like, whoo. He, he,
0: he is the Eric Decker of. Yeah.
1: He of, needs to be the, yeah, w, the
0: wide receiver, too. He, does. he has to be a wide receiver, too. He cannot yeah. be a wide receiver, one. He is great as a wide receiver, two. He's not good as wide receiver one. You know what, yeah. guys? It's crazy
1: that that happens to people. But Lesson learned. But the good news is Jordy has given us the update for next year. That, yeah, um, next year is really going <laughs> to he'll, he'll be He'll still be in his wide receiver two role then, so he'll be fine. Yep. We just need yep. David Cobb to give us the update that actually he's already projected to look good for the 2016 2017 fantasy football season. <laughs> yeah. Thank you Let,
2: let's see here. So we got week 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. There are five weeks left. Randall Cobb is at 627 receiving yards, which shocks me. I thought he was at a lot less than that. Yeah, me yeah, too. that was
0: true. How many touchdowns on the season? Do
1: you have um, that? Well, probably
0: like three yes, or four. I do. Six. Six. Wow, he is better than I thought. I, I mean, I
1: but he got like two, I think he got two in one
0: game
2: like a couple weeks ago, right?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. He, he's a boomer bust player right now. It's a
2: little yeah. upsetting. Uh, Detroit gives up the 10th most fantasy points to tight ends. So you can start Richard Rogers as a desperate play. He did catch a touchdown the last time that these two teams matched up. Um, yeah. He scored 22 points last time. <laughs> yeah that's pretty impressive so i don't know if he's so. gonna do that exactly but i'm i'm saying some of you because of the injuries this week in particular to tight ends i could understand it eddie lacy has had back-to-back games of 100 plus yards um yeah but those were only 100 plus yard games of the season so don't kick yourself for having that started him you shouldn't have
1: but yeah. now you should. it's time so. he's back right. lions Guys, Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson, we're be- back to elite status. The Philadelphia Eagles are terrible. I mean, they are awful. <laughs> Stafford, Stafford threw over 337 yards, so he reached the 300 mark. I was one week off, but I told you he was on his way to back to 300-plus yeah. yards. Yeah. And he did it. I uh, hit five touchdowns. Five. And Calvin Johnson had eight catches for 93 yards and three of those five touchdowns. So they're back in their groove. I feel good about it. I love it. Now you know I got to get my Jim Bob Cooter in. Yeah, you do. Well, don't we, we all? We all do. <laughs> and in the last three weeks, under offensive quarter, Jim Bob Cooter. I don't need to say it twice. Stafford has gone seventy-three for one hundred and eleven, which is sixty-five percent completion rating for eight hundred and sixty-one yards and eight touchdowns with only one interception in the last three weeks. I feel fantastic about that. These are sometimes you need to sit there, especially this time of year when you're looking at players and look only at the last three weeks three, four versus the whole season sometimes. Cause he's a great example of you look at everything. It's not going to look fantastic, but he's gotten into a bit of a better groove back end of the season. So he's that kind of guy. Uh, I feel good about him. I like it. And then Bell, he had a season high, which was sadly only 82 yards, which is still great for <laughs> running back, but he did have a touchdown. Then theoretic caught five passes for 62 yards and also had a touchdown. And then Amir Abdullah had 16 carries, which for the team high rushing was with 80, sorry, 63 yards, plus a catcher 12. So what does this tell you? It tells you, A, that the Eagles are awful, and they were able to just pound it against the Eagles. And B, it tells you that we still have no idea who's going to get the ball. They're very much in a committee, and you shouldn't look to any of these guys. It'd be an incredibly risky play for you right before the playoffs, because any one of them could zero out on you as well. So... I don't like it. Injury update: Lance Moore's ankle is expected to miss this week, so he's out. Golden Tate, he's listed as probable. So if you needed to go real deep again, that's a risky play. I would go Golden Tate out of them and hope for the best. I started Golden
2: Tate in two leagues last week, and I felt great.
1: But the yeah, Pets give up the ninth fewest points of wide receivers, so it's not a great matchup. I know, but I'm I'm in an
0: eight-man league and I've been streaming quarterbacks, which I've never done before this year. And I picked up Matthew Stafford to play last week and I felt really good about that. Yep.
2: You picked
0: up Ryan Tannehill this week, guys. Fingers oh fingers. Oh. fingers, oh. fingers. Never trust Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You may not trust him. I only need him for one week. Only one week. And I've been very successful this, this in this league with quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Stafford. All right. There's Derek Carr. I threw in there. All right, guys. Let's move on to the Sunday morning games. The New York Jets 65, and the New York Giants five. Well, if you're streaming
1: quarterbacks with Ryan Fitzpatrick, not yeah. Uh,
0: surprisingly not. Fitzy was not available.
1: Okay, and I was just say because he's a better yeah. option than Tannehill. Fitzy was a top five quarterback last week, guys. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, top five. He was 22 of 37 passes for 277 yards and four touchdowns. Four touchdowns over the win of the Dolphins. This is another delicious matchup. They give the fourth most points to quarterbacks, so he could very well have a repeat week just like this again. And I said, I wouldn't hate it if you're streaming quarterbacks. So like Courtney's doing, it's not a bad option if you want to look and see if Fitzy's on your waiver wire this week. He was just like handing out touchdowns like candy last week. You know, Brandon Marshall had nine catches for 131 yards. He had a crazy, great game, and he had two touchdowns. Eric Decker, per usual, snuck in a touchdown because that's what he does. He's the best wide receiver two in the league. You do especially, you, Decker. Especially do that you. sixty-two yards. He's fantastic. You got to always play him. And even Devin Smith, after getting totally called out by Bulls, he stepped it up and 33 yards and his first career touchdown. So it could be another repeat week like that. This this offense, I said this defense gives up a lot of touchdowns. So I like it. Ivory had a good game as well. He had 87 yards Mm -hmm. and a touchdown. And this week could be again, the Giants give up the 10th most points against the Rush. So Ivory, I think, is going to throw up double digits again this week. I like the Jets a lot.
0: (sighs) All right. Well, first thing we know for sure is that you are starting Odell Beckham Jr. Last week he had 142 yards and a touchdown. The Jets give up the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers, so this is a no-brainer. On that note, you will see that Ruben Randall found the end zone for the fourth time this year. He did see six targets, which is great, but only caught one pass, so that's not great. Um, take that as you will, but in deep leans, again – Give up the eighth most fantasy points. So, if you need to start them, I understand. Um, As well as Dwayne Harris. Um, I'm not benching anyone for them, for those two particular players in a 10 man league or less. Um, But if you have multiple wide receivers, like some leagues, you can definitely insert them there. 12 man, you know, 14, 16. I get it totally. Uh, tight end Will tie had an amazing eight targets with six receptions against a tough defense to tight ends. And the Jets give up the third fewest fantasy points to tight ends. Um, but, again, without any many targets, it's possible that he could be an okay start in deep yeah. leagues. Uh, deep. This is kind of a deep league kind of situation here. Um, not a great matchup for running backs. They give up the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs. And the Giants running backs suck anyways. So, yeah, I'm not into any of them per usual. Um, Eli Manning had three interceptions last week. That's per you. That's what it is <laughs> per <laughs> use. Um, I don't think you can just trust him going into the playoffs, you guys. It's playoffs time, and there just are better options out there. Um, the Jets have been able to get six turnovers in the last four weeks from quarterbacks, and since Eli loves to turn the ball over, who knows? They might get six out of him alone next week. So I'm not so into to play the Jets, Dee. Yeah. Well, no, they're going to score. I mean, it just depends. It just depends. Yeah, they're going to get a turnover or two. Jets' defense is definitely a great defense you can play. Arizona Cardinals 9-2 at St. Louis Rams 4-7.
2: Which is miraculous, by the way. They deserve zero wins. Really. (laughs) It's really good. You can kiss my... Mm
0: Uh, Last week was a tough week for the Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what it is. People are just, like, not preparing for the 49ers or something. It's, it's amazing. Crazy. It's like they think it's a bye week. They do. They do. No big deal.
1: Bye week. And it, and it was when Colin Kaepernick was playing. It's true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be <It's> fair. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon.
0: Uh, <laughs> and uh, FYI, if you weren't watching football last weekend, Chris Johnson has been placed on IR oh, after breaking uh, his leg last week. That That's the, might the worst, have, guys.
1: That might have completely knocked me out of some playoffs.
0: Seriously. Yeah. Yeah especially because I wasn't able to pick people up on the waivers and it was just like, I'm screwed.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, if you haven't already, he's still available. Uh, David Johnson, pick him up. He's only owned in 42% of Yahoo leagues, which is just crazy to me. Hello. It's playoffs. Pay attention. Um, Bruce Arian says he feels confident with David Johnson. So could be a good play this week. He had 12 fantasy points in week four while sharing the ball with Chris Johnson, um, uh, you know, against St. Louis. So, Aunt- Andre Ellington is still sidelined at practice, and Arians does not believe it. he's going to play. So it's just David Johnson behind center, guys. Carson Palmer was able to pull out 17.44 fantasy points last week, which is amazing for how bad Arizona played. Um, (laughs) This may be a very similar game, though, for Palmer. The Rams give up the the fourth-fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, and Palmer only had just under 16 fantasy points when they played last. So... It's I have something to say,
1: say though
0: Carson Palmer, because he's the most consistent quarterback in the league. But I am sitting Carson Palmer. And you may want to stream Ooh. some Fitzpatrick? quarterback, Fitzpatrick,
2: Tannehill. Mm. You know, if you need to. I
1: just don't know <laughs> if I have the stomach for Tannehill. I would just, I would hate to lose and not make the playoffs because I started Tannehill who has, like, burned us all year. He could have a great game, and maybe it's worth rolling the dice. But, like, aren't you going to be so mad, Courtney, if you streamed Tannehill and then he gets you, like, five points? He won't.
2: I'm in a league where I have Drew Brees and Carson Palmer, and they both have terrible matchups.
0: Terrible
1: matchups. I, I, Later on, I'm going to tell you not to play Brees. I know. (laughs) This is my problem.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. Um, all right. Lots of weapons for the Cardinals, but again, very tough matchup. So the Rams give up the third fewest fancy points to wide receivers. Larry Fitzgerald only has 66 yards, but was targeted 14 times and caught 10 of them when they faced each other. John Brown had five receptions and seven targets. And Michael Floyd was off um, is, is off the injury report. You guys, excuse me, that was from last week. So um, with all three of them on the field, when they play them in week four, Tons of targets, but not a lot of fantasy points, you guys. It's just the way it was. I'm not saying it's going to be that this way because, obviously, the St. Louis Rams are not the same defense that they were at the beginning of the season. Um, so, you know, feel free to start your stunts. and you don't have any better options, do it. Um, but if you have some sneaky plays, this might be the person you want to bench, um, maybe like a John Brown or definitely a Michael Floyd. Uh, so just throwing that out there. It's going to be a little bit rougher ride. Um, You are definitely starting the Cardinals defense for sure. The St. Louis Rams give up the fourth most fantasy points to defenses, and they had 10 fantasy points last week. So they're good to go.
1: Do it. Speaking of the Cardinals not preparing for the 49ers like all teams Mm. do, Nick Foles is no Blaine Gabbert. So that's the good news. (laughs) He's imploded. I don't know what is going on with this guy. Well, that's what's crazy. So he, I mean, he definitely struggled in his return to the starting role. Nick Grant was a temporary starting role because Case Keenum was out with a concussion. And, um, but we don't know if Case Keenum to play this week. So it's possible that Nick Foles will play this week again, but he was 30 for 46 and 228 yards along with three interceptions, which is not good, but doesn't sound horrendous on paper, but when you're watching him, it's like such an implosion right? It's, it's like, terrible. ooh, it's bad. Really bad. It's really bad. And speaking of implosion, Todd Gurley had the game that we were all fearing and got only 19 yards rushing. You don't need to defend anything else. It was painful. It's true, but he still been able to break out all season. You've never had to defend anybody else season with the Rams and he still was doing great. Mm. What I'm going to say is while he has a tough matchup this week, you still have to play him. You rode him to the playoffs, and this was his first bad game. So stick with him. Don't completely panic. You don't have a choice. You you drafted him high, and he has done well. He's had one bad, bad week. One. Take, put it out of your head. You have to. You have to completely just completely block that off. Now, Tavon Austin, which is not synonymous with Brandon to me, because she is a Tavon Austin defender and lover for whatever he's reason. A- he's the worst. Oh, he's, I know. I think he's the worst. He's too, the But. Best! Yeah, but he, was he had the worst. he had four carries for sixty three yards and cut six passes for thirty three, and he had a heck of a game.
2: He did, he did
1: because um, is a heck of a game. the Unpredictable. You know, I you know what I will say, Courtney. I do think Tavon Austin would benefit from being on a different team. I think he'd be a completely different player. Oh. He's explosive, and he's and, and he's got the potential. He's just stuck on the Rams. The poor guy. No, stuck he's on the county stove. He's, he's a boomer box player.
0: He's got the speed, he's the deep threat, he's done. It's over. It's... No, but he also yeah. runs the ball. He does everything.
1: That's true. He, he does do everything. everything. He, does he does everything. It's true. They just have such a horrible offense, they, they can't really utilize him, and they have no quarterback to throw the ball. I think he's a little more like Travis Benjamin. No, he's not as good as Travis Benjamin.
2: Okay. Well, and also Travis Benjamin really so. do a lot of rushing. I don't know why I said that.
1: Anyway, <laughs> I, the, someone yeah, I was like, themselves. I think it's someone who trends the deep ball, right? Or... He's good for like the one deep ball. He just gets you your fantasy points you need, and then you're just gonna <clears throat> hope he catches some of his other targets. Yeah, Taven Austin's a bit more of a utility player. They just don't have anyone to utilize that, sadly. It's anyway, he's, it's not a great matchup for him, so I would not play in this week. Because again, I would not want to not make my playoffs because I had boom and bust <laughs> on Austin in there. No, thank you. I'll move on from that. Kickers do matter, guys. Greg Zerline, his hip did not practice on Wednesday. There's a, He's questionable. There's a good chance he may not play. So make sure that if you have him, that you are looking elsewhere for other options. Don't just assume he's going to be in your lineup. Okay, don't do that. And in case Kim, like I said, he was limited in practice Wednesday, there's a chance he plays. There's also a chance he doesn't. Either way, neither quarterback is good enough to really make it a viable option for you for any receivers. You just got to hope that one of them can perform semi-well enough that Todd Gurley will go off well for you. So I ranked one of them. Um, thirty-two, and if the other one plays, he'll be ranked thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, did you put both in your rankings. And one was thirty-one, and one was thirty-two, <laughs> or one's thirty-two and thirty-three. If I had another one, That's no, probably.
2: I just decided one was enough. If we've gotten down to thirty-two, you're not in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so Give good. up now. Give so up now.
0: <laughs> Atlanta Falcons six and five. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers five and six. Uh, the biggest news out of Atlanta is that Devonte Freeman has been cleared to play on Sunday and has Ooh. passed all concussion protocols.
1: Although Kevin oh, Coleman yeah. was pretty good. Much better than what? I thought he be.
0: Kevin Coleman did pretty good. He fumbled both in both games. Yeah, but he was better He's than we better. thought he'd be. Nine fantasy points. I guess we should be excited. Hey, Todd know. Gurley got you two. Okay. That doesn't, don't even compare the two. Don't oh, even do yes. that. That's rude. That's gross. It's me. I'm just saying. Take it back. <laughs> Anyways, last week was a really bad week for Atlanta. We all knew that was coming. The last month's been a bad month. It has been a bad month. The players had a private meeting this week after losing four weeks in a row. So hopefully they can get their crap together, and I'm sure that they are very thankful. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving came a little late. That Devonte Freeman is back this week because uh, it's definitely an important role in their offense, and and they're need that pumping from the meeting. Hopefully, and it's like somebody probably needs to get fired for Atlanta to turn things around. But
2: Kyle Shanahan.
1: Yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> good, good stuff, left la-
0: I left it for you, Brandon.
1: I left it. She, yeah, she just it get, <laughs> teed it up for you right there. She's giving oh. you an opportunity to completely rag on Kyle Shanahan. Yeah.
0: Tevin Coleman was the man to <laughs> deliver for Freeman. We talked about this earlier and showed why he is the backup, not the starter after losing another fumble. You can put him back on your bench. It's over. Tampa Bay defense is pretty good against the run, but I think Freeman will still be able to be in that mid-team fantasy points. So you can definitely start him. As for Matt Ryan, he had another multiple turnover game.
1: Talk about implosion. He He is consistent. consistent. He's consistent, guys. He's He's consistently bad. But you know what? He's really (laughs) really screwed over Julio Jones fans right now, too. Like that's. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of other good quarterbacks you could have streamed, but you drafted Julio first. That was your first pick.
0: Yeah.
1: Minnesota is a tough
0: defense. So, I mean, I'm not taking that away from them. They are tough, and they have been in a slump. Agreed. So, you know, it's not like they were going up against Indianapolis and failed. It's, you know, it was a tough defense, you know. Uh, but he cannot be trusted. He was able to get 20 fantasy points last time they played, though. In fact, yep. more yards than any other game this year. Um, the flooring the floor is so low. Um, his best game is 23 fantasy points this year. So, play at your own risk. I suggest not doing so. Um, you can't bench Julio. Sorry, he sucks last week. I get it. Um, he had 20 fantasy points last time he met Tampa Bay, so you have to do it. Jacob Tammy is still available in three fourths of leagues. So, if you need six fantasy points from your tight end, pick him up, you guys. No word on Leonard Hankerson. Um, you know, I just think that this is this is kind of. Tammy might get he gets a lot of targets, so I'm not against it. And Tampa Bay is only in the middle of the pack when it comes to tight ends um, in deep leagues. Roddy White has seen seventeen targets in the last two weeks, you guys. So if you really need to stretch, like really stretch, the targets are there. So and keep an eye on the kicker situation. Matt Bryant may return this week after injuring his quad. If he is a no go, then it will be
2: Shane Graham. Done. All right, Tampa Bay. I'm going to start with a sleeper here. This guy named Cameron Brait. He is the backup tight end behind the mysterious Austin Stepharian <laughs> Jenkins.
1: <laughs> that alleged player we can never see. <laughs> the phantom known as Austin Stepharian Jenkins. What a great name to be a phantom player, but, though,
2: right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who, by the way, his list is listed as questionable. Of course he is. Um, <laughs> her he is.
1: Per
2: year, yeah. I thought I that thought Bray was a bit of, of a flash in the pan, and, and I keep hearing Sauson's fair and Jenkins garbage, and so I kept kind of ignoring him. But, you know, listen, two back-to-back games, the scoring touchdowns, he had four and six targets in the two outings. Uh, the only other time he had over 40 yards and or a touchdown was when the Bucks played the Falcons. There we go. So it's actually kind of one of those sleeper picks that actually makes sense. So there you go. Especially if you play daily, it's a long shot, but one that's that's mathematically worth taking. The last time these teams met, Mike Evans was bad. He only caught three of his nine targets, classic, um, (laughs) for 48 yards. Oh, (laughs) Evans. Yeah. Um, Evans' production seems to have taken a little bit of a hit with the return of Vincent Jackson due to his drops. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> uh, you still have to start him, though. You know, and and then this is a bad matchup. They give up the second fewest points to uh, opposing wide receivers, so I don't love it. Um, the whole team stunk it up actually the last time that they played. But I'm willing to throw Doug Martin back in there because Atlanta gives up the third most fantasy points to opposing running backs. And Doug Martin's gotten better over the season, and he actually hit a so thousand so yards.
1: I yeah. thought he was going to be done for. So I have to for him.
2: Yeah, good for him, right? Um, Winston, up and down rookie season. It is what it is. I'm not quite sure I'm telling you to plug him in on this one. Sorry, especially with the wide receiver issues. Uh, But the Tampa Bay defense might be a sneaky option with Matt Ryan deciding that he's serving people the ball on a platter. Um, The Falcons, uh, seven, I'm sorry, five of the seven defenses that have um, faced the Falcons most recently have had double-digit fantasy points. I can't imagine why. Mm, I know, it's <laughs> shocking. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, Seattle six, Seahawks, Sex Hawks. That's what I said. Uh, it's Vikings. It, it is late. Three. Seahawks of it. Pretty
1: as flip there. Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Sex Hawks. Um, Sex Hawks. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, guys, very, very, oh, very sad. This is a oh. – Sad news. Huge, huge hit. Now, Grant – <laughs> Huge like, hit, too. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a bad play on words. I did not mean it that way. But <laughs> he, he did go down the fourth quarter last week, and he is out for the season with a torn patella tendon. Uh, he has been placed on IR. He underwent surgery on Wednesday. You know, And I do want to remind you, this is the injury that Victor Cruz still has not made it back into the NFL for. It's really bad. And I don't want to Clowny had the same one. I don't want to scare you. But this is this, this is, is a really bad one. This is not a quick recovery. This is you know. I don't think we're even going to get a 2016 update yet from him.
2: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't Too, think soon,
1: Too
0: soon, guys. Too soon. He's not ready. He's not ready for it.
1: But <laughs> this is a big. This is a big hit because while while Jimmy Graham. Hasn't been in the touchdowns. That's the thing. His yardage is still there, like, from last year. He just wasn't in the touchdowns. You know, he had, like, a total of, like, three touchdowns compared to ten, you know, where he was last week. You know. But he still is getting the yards, and he still is the top ten tight end. Well, More than well, that, when all he is was a and threat done. on the field, and people had yeah, to protect him. had to defend them. him. And yeah. He had to defend And, yeah, they need – as a big body because they've got, you know, a little teeny tiny Russell Wilson. So – and they got problems with the running game. So this is a huge it's, – it's a huge hit. It's I, ugh, I'm, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel bad for everybody. I will say that Luke Wilson, he may actually be someone to pick up if Angry. you were desperate, just because he is a, he is a target that Russell Wilson has proved to actually throw to. And he feels comfortable with, with Luke Wilson. So think about it. I don't expect a lot of points, but if you're, if you're desperate and you might be it's something to think about uh, Russell Wilson, he had a game. These are the kind of games this is what always sneaks him in the top 10 quarterbacks. Always at the end of the season. Doesn't play great the first part of the season. And then the end of the season, there he is. Oh, magically, he's a top 10 quarterback.
2: They call that clutch.
1: Oh, is that oh, right? St- no, no, I'm not going to get there. I'm going to be nice to <laughs> the show. It'll be nice. Anyway, he had a great game. <laughs> he was 21 of 30 fast attempts for 345 yards. He never gets over 300. So good for you. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. It's a fantastic game. I love it. Uh, good work. Doug Baldwin had a heck of a game too. I didn't think he would do it. He came, he's had two back-to-back great games. He had 145 yards and three touchdowns naturally in steel in let's say Steelers. And then I was going to say the sex talks, the, the Seahawks fashion. This probably means Doug Baldwin will do nothing else for the rest of the season. Are you starting you know, Russell Wilson this you know,
2: week, though? I, I feel like he I might. was going to ask. I think he might.
1: I think because of the Jimmy Graham I, I think because of the Jimmy Graham thing, he might yeah. actually still actually produce for you. So I think you can I play. You can actually well. play Jermaine Curse as well, quite honestly. He also put up some points. So I feel okay with it. You've got <laughs> you still are crazy. Still the option. You guys are what? crazy. It's, a, it's not a great matchup. Crazy. crazy. It's Minnesota.
2: I wouldn't play them this week. I'm saying rest of the season.
0: Okay, as I asked this week though, and you guys were like, "Yeah," and I'm like, D- "No, it's Minnesota. Bikes, it's like defense here. is good.
1: They're a sneaky good defense. They do they get really good. Sixth fewest points to quarterbacks, fifth fewest to running backs, eleventh fewest big. to wide receivers. It's a tough. Defense. It's not sneaky anymore. It's week
0: thirteen. They're a good defense. They're just. <laughs> I'm good. just. I'm just saying. There's
1: been injuries. And Courtney
2: is like going to smack
0: you're it down. Under, on this you're as, She's like, "We're done with my
1: teams
2: here, people. You know, Courtney, I have very little faith in the Vikings. Okay. Until when we come week. back next week and Tannehill has killed it, I can't wait. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Guys, don't jinx me.
0: Hey. So you jinxed it yourself on that one. Listen. Listen. The Vikings' defense is legit. It's the offense that we have an issue with, and that's okay. Yes. Because defenses win championships. So, I'm not unfortunately, not that's for your fantasy team, though. You are right, like that. Um. Listen. If you look at last week's points for Minnesota, that is, like, just how it's going to be. It's going to be Adrian Peterson. He is the offense. Then maybe Teddy Bridgewater is going to be next, but nothing worth your start. You have Diggs and Rudolph that will kind of going to go back and forth, depending on what Teddy's in the mood for. Um, But, listen, Minnesota has a better record when Teddy doesn't throw the ball. So. This is what it is. They're going to be running. They're not going to be throwing a lot. I love Tiggs, but he's been down the last few weeks. I think you can only start him in deep leans, um, especially against Seattle. This is obviously a tough matchup for everyone. Um, and it does look like a good matchup for Rudolph, but only two tight ends have been able to get seven fantasy points or more in the last five weeks. So it's yeah. really not that great um, for for tight ends either. So, you know... Sorry, this offense is just not fantasy-worthy unless you have AP. Um, Minnesota could be a defensive stream, as I just told you. Um, And kicker Blair Walsh has been struggling the last few weeks. Yeah, But he might have a nice game this week. Even if he misses one, he might get, you know, two or three and a couple extra points. So, you know, this might be a low-scoring game, and it might all be – Kicker, you know, it might be all field goals. So Maybe Blair has. was
2: one of the top kickers last week because of the same thing.
0: Pittsburgh yeah.
2: Against, uh, Seattle.
0: Exactly. So I'm just saying, yeah, you
2: know, I might. Guess. This might
0: be good. I know Blair stunk. It's really frustrating to watch him, but you know that
1: he might do okay this well, week. Well, know your league too, because in some leagues you don't lose points for missed kicks. Yeah, we don't. Other no, leagues,
0: yeah, a some lot of leagues, them you don't lose. Right? Some leagues, a lot you do of leagues
1: it. you do, though. A lot of um, leagues you yes, lose yeah. points if your kicker misses a field goal. So know your league too, because you're right, Courtney. if he just misses one and you're not, you're in a league where you don't lose points, no big deal. He'll he's probably got a lot more opportunities. Right. If you're in a league where they, they lose points, you know, a little bit dice your start. Sure's that. San Francisco Forty ers
2: three and eight. The Chicago Bears five and six. <laughs> Okay, you guys, I've glossed over this team because they've been so absurd, but it's time to congratulate them for not completely imploding. In fact, I am more impressed with the San Francisco 49ers than I am the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Uh, that's <laughs> <where it stops. laughs> I was
1: like, that's where it stopped. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> so exciting. you're more impressed with the <laughs> than okay, <laughs> <there. laughs>
2: I lost my train of thought, but I'm sure there are other bad teams. <laughs> um, you no, and every play. other
1: NFL team that plays them, they just completely <laughs> lose the train of thought, and then they lose. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, they don't true. Lose, they, yeah.
2: it's true. It's true. They know. almost lose. <sighs> anyway, okay. Um, well, Houston last week, they, yeah. against the yeah, Browns, just didn't show up on the offensive side of the ball whatsoever. So, anyway, don't get too cute. Uh, but since starting Blaine Gabbert, the team has yet to score – over 16 real points in the real football game. Okay, that's that's the reality. Oh, <laughs> fantasy gold there. But Blaine Gabbert <laughs> threw for over 300 yards last week. Bridgewater's only done that once. Russell Wilson's only done that once, and they've started every game this season. So I do want to put that out there. Um, Carlos Hyde is still listed as day to day. You can't count on him. Um, But this is weird, but Sean Drone literally played every single snap last week. That is extremely rare. In fact, I was trying to look for another running back that's done that this year, but usually they go in and out. He literally played every single offensive snap last week. How many Um, points did
0: he
2: get? He got 20 touches, 15 carries, five receptions. I think he got like 11 um, points, but he's more of a PPR option because he's getting like five receptions a game. So if you're full point PPR – John Drom. Yeah. Real deal. Gareth Selleck is out indefinitely due to a high ankle sprain. Vance McDonald, though, will play in his stead and had a nice game last week, catching six of his seven targets for 71 yards and a touchdown. Gabbert likes him. It's a little crazy. That's true. The week before, he caught all four of his targets for 65 yards and a touchdown. So it's not that fluky. It's really happening. It's not a great matchup. to give up the fourth fewest points to tight ends, but have them on your radar. And it doesn't really matter because everyone self-implodes when they play San Francisco. True. So. Yeah. True. About it. Anquan Bolden has back-to-back 93-yard outings. What a weird number, by the way, to have back-to-back oh, 93 yeah. yards. I love oh, that. Exactly. Um, but he's getting a lot of targets. Now that he's back from injury, you guys, this is crazy. But if you have injury issues, I just named a bunch of players that you can possibly play and not be insane. Um, Tory Smith, though, is not an option. I just want to no. remind you, can't seem to get more than three targets. Terrible. And on Terrible. to the Bears. Um, speaking of San Francisco not being good, they are not good on defense. They really are not. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Shocking.
2: Jay Cutler and the Bears had a tough two games in a row facing Denver and Green Bay. No one wants to do that. Um, But look for Cutler to bounce back here. Now they did beat Green Bay. That was really interesting on Thanksgiving. Green Bay, other implosion. What is happening? Um, I think you can start a lot of people on this team. I, I do. You know, the 49ers defense is tougher. It's been a little tougher over the last few weeks because, Oh, I don't know. They don't have Colin Kaepernick giving up points, random, random willy nilly. Um, you know they've only allowed one or less touchdown to four of their last five opponents uh, for quarterbacks. But I have a funny feeling. I know that's analysis, right? Hashtag analysis. But I think Cutler will be fine. Um, <laughs> why? Because his his weapons are are healthy. Yeah. You were gonna sing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut that off. It's okay. No, it's totally good. I was like, I was like, back up. Well, that's your the daughter's favorite songs. I got a feeling,
0: ooh. Sick. I can't like, you know, really black rock head, it up like I want
2: to. Yeah, she loved it. Yeah. All right, so on to bad news. Forte and Langford are splitting uh, snaps almost directly down the middle. Forte uh, had 38 snaps to Langford's 31. Langford got the goal line work, so he scored the touchdown, but Forte had more touches. It's literally just completely up to coaching as to what happens. There's a possibility that they were easing Forte in, um, but really, the touchdown Maybe. is the only difference. They both had exactly 53 yards. Um, <laughs> but and Langford was... dropped passes and almost caused an interception.
1: Wait, Forte had
2: 38 yards or 38 touches? No. No,
1: 38,
2: 38 touches. Snaps. Or snaps, I'm sorry. I said, okay, 38 I was snaps, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, touches. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, easing a minute, 38 touches. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. He uh... played 38 snaps to Langford's 31. Okay. So actual time in the game was split. Gotcha. Okay. Um they both had fifty-three yards, but Langford had the touchdown. That was the difference. Um and Langford was not good in the passing game.
1: Well so that's Forte's was, specialty is the passing game. So it was Langford's while Forte was out too. Yeah. Well, but now Forte's back. Now we're having some performance anxiety. Crazy yeah that's either it
2: way you know against san francisco they give up the fifth most points to running backs they have gotten better but you may be able to play both of them i don't yeah. think they're bad either option it's like a especially as a flex they're great flex maybe running back two. i don't know alshon jeffrey you start him all the time 11 or more targets in all but one game he's played this season love him kevin white is back at practice speaking of craziness uh, so he might actually play a game, but you know that John Fox doesn't like rookies. So. No, don't, don't even that. That. yeah um Yeah. This one's a head stretcher, though. Martellus Bennett is probable, um, but prior to his departure, he was losing catches to Zach Miller anyway on a weekly basis. I'm not quite sure how I feel about this. It's a bad matchup. I don't know if I'd start either of them, but just to be clear, Miller has scored four touchdowns in the last four weeks. And I don't think the um, Bears... Defense will kill it because they're a little eh. And then Gabbert doesn't turn over the ball the way that Kaepernick did. But I think they're good for six points and they're not going to get negative points. So it depends on where you are with your league. So there you have it. Thank you, Brandon. Jacksonville
0: Jaguars, four and seven. At the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, two and nine.
1: So maybe the worst thing I saw was Alan Hearns being taken off the field. Oh my gosh. That's, that's been like my consistent core player all season. That was so consistent for a touchdown for me. Ugh, he's like sacrificed his body for this team. He really has, He, yeah. you know, and hopefully he's going to speed recovery. It's a concussion. He's day to day. It's still up in the air for his status, whether he's going to play the Titans or not. I don't know. Mark Lee would get the start in Hearn's place if he doesn't play. You know, but Lee's missed the last six out of the eight games. so He's not exactly a healthy buck okay, himself. So I don't think you can even remotely count on this. But what I will say is that Julius Thomas benefits by Hearns being out. Yeah. so if if you if you have Julius Thomas, you're thinking about playing Julius Thomas, make sure that you're checking to see Alan Hearn's status because Thomas ended the game with nine catches for one hundred and sixteen yards and a touchdown. It was a great game for him. And, again, part of that is because that touchdown usually would go to Alan Hearns, and instead it went to Julius Thomas. So he's going to benefit. Make sure you definitely are checking Hearns' status for Julius Thomas' owners. TJ Yellen, another subpar performance, as we expected, 36 yards off nine touches, four catches, 46. Just, you know, standard okay stuff. He's always good to get you around six to eight points. He's a flex kind of guy. You can't really even start in an RB2 role, honestly. You can't do it. Um, it is what it is. But what is interesting is Blake Bortles, guys. He leads the NFL of, with 50 completions for passes that were 20 yards or more, while at the Jaguars wide receiver Allen Robinson, the other Allen, the other half of the Allen brothers, uh, oh. he is also top of the NFL with 21 catches for these 21 yards or over. These are the two guys that you like to stack together, and, and they're magic. So whether you know, the Jags are winning or not, you don't care. Are fantastic together. He's also good. He's also the kind of guy to get you the balls with Hearns out. So and Jason Myers, the kicker, he was limited in practice as well. So check to make sure his status. I don't think anyone's playing Myers. He <laughs> shouldn't be, but <laughs> you, you never know. People are streaming kickers, weirder things have happened. Make sure he's playing if you're gonna start him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have strong feelings? Even like in Casey Keenan. He just like a them. Yeah. Laughs, um.
0: yeah. <laughs> all right well the titans let's see here they did just about what i said they were gonna do you start delaney walker of course he had six receptions for 91 yards uh week before against the drags he had eight receptions for 109 yards uh he's a sixth tight end in fantasy points and with two of them is questionable this week um he continues to be a mustard so no questions there marcus Mariota had over 19 fantasy points not bad Better than Cam Newton, Carson Palmer, Brian Hoyer, and Aaron Rodgers, among other quarterbacks with good matchups. So he may have a similar game this week. He had 18.14 fantasy points against the Jags two weeks ago. So kind of where we're at, another 18, 19 points. Um, <clears throat> as for our receivers, you know, it goes Kendall Wright, Harry Douglas, then Darrell Beckham, And that is – how it's going to always work. Um, it's a decent matchup, but play them at your own risk, you know, if, you know, obviously I wouldn't like stretch for these guys. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. Um, I can never predict a Titans running game. I just can't anymore. I'm over it. <coughs> Sorry. Damn, yeah. I mean, Andrews was outscored last week by Jalston Fowler, whoever that guy is. I mean, he only got like five yards, but he found the end zone, which is more than you can say about Andrews. So, listen, it's, it's playoff time. I just don't feel confident in these guys. I wouldn't do it. <clears throat> and if Alan Hearns is out, I would stream the Tennessee Titans defense for sure. They had nine fantasy points against the Jags two weeks ago um, with four sacks, one interception, and one fumble recovery. So Tennessee Titans is definitely a legit um, defense two stream as are the Jacksonville Jaguars, so I think they're both going to get pressure and turnovers. Um, so there's that. Houston Texans six and five, the Buffalo Bills five and six.
2: Ugh, I'm so angry with the Houston Texans after blowing it against the New Orleans Saints, and the New Orleans Saints were still not a good defense. No, it was unbelievable. And you know what it was? Is that they they almost did it like a practice. They started doing wildcat and like. Weird, kind of like, like Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, Even weirder. No, no. got Chip no. Kelly hated. There we go. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm so excited <laughs> for the Chip Kelly hate. Uh, but yeah, I I don't understand. He had his worst game of the year against New Orleans. Brian Hoyer did. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know what to say about him. I mean, you're probably not starting him. You don't care. Buffalo's not really a tough defense.
1: But even that, like, his up. worst game, he still got, I think, 14 points or something, right? It wasn't, yeah, yeah. He or didn't, like, long. bomb. But who, who the, the hell Kate gets Manning? 14
0: points against New Orleans? I get it right. It's a new defensive coordinator, and, like, things happen. But who the hell gets 14 points? You can't trust no. no. not exactly like, a clutch quarterback
1: that you're going to depend It doesn't on- matter.
0: I play Kirk Cousins against New Orleans. You don't yeah. have to clutch to play against New
1: Orleans. The whole was, point it's, of starting I, a quarterback against New Orleans. What season have we come to that we are debating Kirk Cousins and Brian Hoyer? It's bad. 2015, so, baby. But 2015 where we the worst, are? Worst Cousins there. over Hoyer. This, this, go, this is what i want to say. Know.
2: I actually no. Brian Hoyer has been unbelievably consistent. 17 or more fantasy points in every single game that he completed as the undisputed starter, up until he played New Orleans. It was bizarre. DeAndre Hopkins only got eight points. Yeah. You know, where where do we go from here? You know, it's just it's like what happened? What happened? And this is also where sometimes the the best call doesn't always work out. There was no reason to bench either of them. Zero reason. You cannot feel bad about it. But it does make me gun shy about wanting to start them. Well, I'm always starting DeAndre Hopkins, but Hoyer, I don't know. Alfred Blue did all right though, 77 rushing yards and a touchdown and one catch for four yards. You know, that's what it is. But um, he's questionable with a back injury, was limited in practice today. Um, Every team that's played against the Bills has one guy with 10 or more fantasy points in standard scoring, except for the Colts in week one and the Dolphins in week three. But then the (coughs) Dolphins played them again in week nine, and Miller scored 26.1 points against them. So, listen, you can run against the Bills. And so, Alfred Blue, oddly enough, is the guy I would stream from
1: this offense. If he doesn't play, would you go Grimes? Yes. All
2: right.
1: I was, I was going to say yes, too, actually. Yeah. But yeah. I
2: wouldn't. I, I think this is a good matchup. Um, Cecil Shorts and Nate Washington, you know, they're involved with the game. Um, Shorts is more upside. He's just, the, the, you know, he's doing all this wild, catty, weird things that they're doing. I don't understand it. Anyway, um, remember when I said Ryan Griffin's name? Yeah, he had a huge game. Four caught four of his five targets for 72 yards and a touchdown. Um, This is a bad matchup, but in really large leagues where you need, like, a touchdown upside, Mm -hmm. and the Houston's defense is killing it. Since week six, they've only had one game under eight points in standard scoring, so check them out against the Bills. Perfect.
1: Bills. Well, Sammy Watkins, that was a good call, Brandon, when we were going. Well, Harlan didn't have a terrible game either. He didn't have an awful game, but I felt really bad. I was like, I hope he did not listen to me. Sammy went off. <laughs> Sammy Hawkins had all in of the, the first games half a terrible game. But you know what yeah. I loved about it? it only was, in the first half. I hate it Sammy. Was only ha- first half. But you know what? It was classic Sammy. It was deep ball passes to Sammy breaking off, beating a corner. I loved it. Graham was only one half, so that was a little discouraging. But you know, he still had six catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, no. I feel good about that. He, he's got I too can. much. He's got too much upside to bench. He does, you know, and unfortunately it's not a great matchup because the Texans give up the eighth fewest points to wide receivers, but we're not looking at shutdown corner situations. And that's where Sammy fails when there's a shutdown corner. Yes. So it's, it's a good defense, but it's, there's not this fantastic corner that we need to be worried about. So I'm still okay with Sammy this week. Tyra Taylor, he went 21 for 38, 220 sorry, 291 yards. Um, he also rushed for 46, which is what's great about Tyra is that he can run the ball you know, Kansas City, they get the 12 points to quarterbacks, which is, you know, it's a middle-of-the-pack defense for the most part. Nothing to be too scared about. So there's potential there for Taylor. Carlos Williams, he hurt his shoulder. His status is up in the air whether he's going to play. But honestly, I'm not sure he's going to get much playing time anyway, because the shot's been running well. Mm-hmm. He's run for 514 yards the last six games. It's over. It's, it's over. It's, it's 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 Shady's team at this point. Carlos Williams is fantastic in the season, but they're not going to turn to Carlos. I don't think they're going to risk pull, putting him in early for a shoulder when, when Shady's running the way he is. They're just not going to. But the good is you can feel good about Shady, and you don't have to worry about potentially vulturing touchdowns with Carlos Williams. Because for a while there, he was getting the goal line looks. So you can feel good about Shady's going to be able to score well. So I like him a lot this week. Right. Baltimore
0: Ravens, Miami Dolphins.
1: Ooh, Matt Schaub. Hot, hot.
2: Just kidding. It was 14 points. And, and God, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Did you just laugh out loud with the pick six? Were you like, loved it. Oh my gosh. I just, I would cry for him at night. It just, it's. Swear. Something you only like he, got got he, he got the
0: W. He got the W.
2: Because there's, of the blocked kick disaster zone. doesn't matter. Yes.
1: He got the W. Okay. There okay. are worse back of quarterbacks in the matchup. I can't believe I'm saying Certainly this. I, I've been such a hater of him for years. I can't believe I'm defending him. But There's Matt Castle. There's, there's, <laughs> there's well, Brandon Whedon.
2: E.J. Yeah,
1: e. Manuel. E.J. Manuel went over 20 points when he Yeah, E.J. Like e. Manuel was yeah, pretty good. i take him.
2: Which, uh, talent-wise is shocking, but yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. So anyway, they worked out Ryan Mallet. Yeah, hate this. That I hate this. It, it's okay. It's just because they, they need a backup. They don't need a backup to the backup.
1: But he brings bad energy.
2: Of course he does. Anyway, so. Ryan Mallet. Uh Kamar Aiken is one of my favorite pickers <laughs> pickups of the year. I have him in a ton of leagues. His workload is crazy. Last week 10 targets, He caught 6 of them for 80 yards and a touchdown. Two back-to-back weeks with a touchdown and is another good matchup this week against the Miami Dolphins and Javorius Buck Allen. Only twelve carries, but he went for fifty-five yards and caught all four of his or um, all of his targets for twenty-nine yards and a touchdown. Great matchup, must play. He's the workhorse. You know why not? Chris Givens only had one catch for forty-eight yards. That's who he is, deep ball guy. And Terrence West sighting seven carries for thirty-seven yards in his re- revenge game. I was going to say because it was a revenge game. That's only why. Yeah, they were yeah. like, "Oh, we're going <laughs> so to play him again." Crockett oh. Gilmore wasn't involved as much as I thought he would be. I was a little surprised by that. Only three catches for twenty yards. He could bounce back, but I don't know. I'm waiting for that one. Baltimore defense could be a good play. Why? Um, back to back double digit performances with multiple sacks and or interceptions. And uh, since week eight, the opposing defenses have scored seven or more f- fantasy points on Miami. Mm.
0: Ashley and I are in um, a Yahoo league with Brad Evans from Yahoo and it's a 16 man, two quarterback league and brutal. so I have Ryan Tannehill as one of my quarterbacks and I wanted to pick up Baltimore's defense. Ashley, you should go pick him up um, to stream this week, but I was like, I cannot play Baltimore against my quarterback and Jarvis Landry. I'm just asking for it. So I didn't do it but if you can do it, you guys, you should totally pick up Baltimore's defense. Like, yeah, more. <laughs> uh, so I was right and wrong with my analyst or um, analysis the, uh, analysis. Thank you of uh, the welcome. Dolphins last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and trust me, I am heavily heavily invested in the Dolphins. I cannot tell you I, since since drafting, <laughs> I've got at least one of them on my teams. I can't believe it. I, mean, I might make the playoffs in all of them. Um, it's crazy. Um, but I told you if you could afford to bench Lamar Miller last week, you should. I hope you did because that was wow. bad. Really bad. Um, it's the same this week, you guys. I don't know, since Jay Ajayi came back, it's not like Ajayi is doing anything. But no. that
1: pressure yeah. for
0: Miller is just, like, too much. And, like, taking away, few too, like, a few too many touches.
1: But this is the way he was. affecting
0: his –
2: his, like, groove. He needs 20 more catches he or need, touches. He or needs seven. at
0: least 18, and they're giving him, like, 15. And it's just like he's not he's not getting out there enough to do his thing. And so he's just not doing his thing. And Baltimore gives up the sixth fewest fantasy points to running backs. Yep. So, again, you guys, I would bench him this week if
1: you can afford yeah. to. He's a psyche um, guy. Like, remember a couple seasons ago when everyone's like, oh, Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller, and he wouldn't always underperform, and it's because he was in – Competition for the role. He was doing yeah, so well Jean. at the beginning of the season because it was his. Just it was just well. He getting, wasn't doing like,
0: good at the beginning of the season, but the second that the intern coach came, it was like they started giving him touches. He's starting he touches, down. and he, he just, started he just giving he, more touches. He like blew up. Right. but now with the Jai backs they're not giving him quite as many touches, um, quite as many targets in the air, and it's just really messing with him. He's a rhythm so. guy. He's a rhythm guy. He's got to get. And it's been and tough and matchups. Just, so you guys you just can't. This is another tough matchup for him. So, don't do it. I'll swear if you can, um, I was wrong about Ryan Tannehill. He had 351 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception, but 22 fantasy points. I think you can start him this week, you guys. I'm telling you, I really do think you can start him. Uh, I do. I know it's crazy. I know it's nuts. So,
1: the self low thing I would have if I didn't get in the playoffs because of Ryan Tannehill is. Too much. Think food. of all those people no. who started Brian Hoyer last week.
0: Too. You know, that there's millions
2: of people like, started Brian New Orleans Saints, so you gotta do Brian Hoyer, you
0: know? Um, and I said I did not think he was gonna have a monster game like everybody else has had. But I we think he's all, gonna yeah, we points. all said that. We didn't think 14, but but yeah, I mean, but Baltimore gives up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's a great matchup. So
0: it's a fantastic matchup. you know, if you add up McCallan and Davis from last week. From last Monday night, they would have 21 fantasy points. Um, and if 21 fantasy points is enough for you, should be, then should be you should take the risk, I think. I mean, I know it's scary, but I think it's worth taking the risk. All
2: right.
0: You may have convinced me. I'm telling you. Uh, Jarvis Landry did just fine with Rivas on the sideline. That was nice. He yeah, had 60 yards, yeah. Yeah. 13 receptions, 165 yards, and a touchdown. Thank you, Rivas. I appreciate you not playing because, again, highly invested.
2: In he's probably not going to play this week either. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to blow up.
0: Blow up. Okay. You, guys. you just like hold on, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. Seriously, um, he's a must against a weak secondary that gives up 30 fantasy points to receivers from Cleveland. I thought, thought <laughs> there was only one receiver on Cleveland, so it's crazy. Um, please start him. <laughs> um, Rashard Matthews is still sidelined um, this week, so. If he does not start, it is Devontae Parker, you guys. He had 10 targets last week and found the end zone for the first time this season. Again, scary, scary pick, but this is the best matchup to play him. So if you had a receiver go down or you have a really bad wide receiver three or flex with 10 targets, you know, there's worse options out there. Cincinnati Bengals 9-2 and two at the Cleveland
1: Browns. The Browns are really bad, guys. No, really defense bad. is is bad. So I'm I'm going to run through it because my write up is so short for the Bengals. Because what's the point of writing anything up on the? So the Browns give up the sixth most points to quarterbacks, the sixth most points to running backs, the sixth most points to wide receivers. Are you seeing a trend here? Fifteenth most to tight ends, thirteenth most to kickers, and again that little sixth number, six fewest out of though to defenses because their offense throw 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 throw. throw they're great offense. So. I mean, here's the deal. You know, here's the deal. It's, you got to play them all. But and Jeremy Hill, they continue to split the carries, and I can't get into it because I I literally cannot mentally at this time of night have the capacity to still understand what in the world the offensive coordinator for the Bengals is thinking. I'm over it. We're in playoffs. I need to move (laughs) forward. But Hill did suffer an ankle injury in last week's (coughs) game against the Rams. So he does, he said that he's okay. He's still questionable. He probably will play. But, you know, again, they give the six most points to running backs. I think both of them could have a good game. I yeah, think you I could too. play both of them, honestly. Usually with committees, we tell you to stay away from them, but they're such different runners. You, you can kind of get away with playing with both. And usually I tell you to stay away from Hill because Bernard is the fourth quarter guy. He's the more consistent of them. But I do, yeah, I think Hill could have a good game. Andy Dalton. Balls into the end zone. He, he does literally. They're like, let me give you the little gift on the one-yard line so you can just run it in if they haven't done anything else the rest of the game. I told you I was going to be better. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, Andy Dalton. I love him. Per usual, Three touchdowns. It's like clockwork for him. I love it. 20 of 27, hundred 20 thirty-three yards. Another great game. Those are for the Rams who, you know, allegedly have a decent defense. They've kind of fallen off recently. But Eifert, another touchdown, 12th of the year. He's fantastic. You've got to play him. He mean again, like we said, he doesn't get the yards, but you shouldn't care because he always gets the touchdown. It doesn't matter play him a.j. green he came back on their big game two touchdowns he had 61 yards you're playing him you're playing everybody guys it's a great matchup you're literally playing everyone love it well you guys um austin davis is
2: the new quarterback for the cleveland browns now that Josh McCown has broken his clavicle and once again coach mike pettin hates johnny (laughs) manzel
1: He, he, did did say, he did say it's week to week, you know? And I'm like, oh, you're so PC uh-huh. right now, Patton. You're so PC.
2: It's only week to week because the owners might come down and just strangle him.
1: They might, uh... <laughs> well, how, did they, how did they word it earlier? We're happy to help when they when they yeah. mandated that they play Menzel. We're happy to help. Uh, Patton said, Austin
2: took advantage of his opportunity on Monday night. He was prepared, played well, and put us in the position to win. And all I could think of was... Unlike Johnny Menzel, kind of like when you read your fortune (laughs) at the end, you add in bed. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Unlike Johnny after everything that he said. Unlike Johnny. Unlike Johnny. Um, listen, he could throw the ball. He had a decent game. Uh, I actually don't think this is a big downgrade from Josh McCown for Gary Barnage for Travis Benjamin. I think that if you are in the type of, um, situation where you've been using those players, I think you can still use them. I don't feel bad about them moving forward. As far as Brian Hartline's concerned, you know, eight catches for seventy some yards. You can't really argue with that. So I'm okay with that. I think that what you need to do is just kind of realize you're swinging for the fences because you're playing at Cleveland Brown and absorb that and move forward. You know, sometimes
1: you have to swing for the fences right now, trying to play off. So yeah,
2: listen, this is not a good matchup for anyone, but who cares? You know, I mean, they have the fifth-fewest quarterbacks, 10th-fewest running backs, 12th-fewest wide receivers, 11th-fewest tight ends. But you know if you've Gary Barnes, you have to start him. Sure. Especially with all these injuries. So there you have it. And there's not much to analyze, you guys, other than um, Isaiah cruel has um, yet to put up more than a point mm-hmm. uh, in back-to-back <laughs> games. And Duke Johnson uh, is more productive, but only in week two did he get more than 10 carries in a game. He can't handle them.
0: Sorry. They're the best. All right, Kansas City Chiefs six and five at the Oakland Raiders five and six.
2: Brandon. Okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, well, let's talk about this real quick. So Travis Kelsey. Um, sorry. Oh yeah, Alex Smith hasn't thrown an interception since week three.
1: So that. Really?
2: Oh wow. How crazy is that? It's, That's it's why they're hard winning. Hard to throw though.
0: an interception when you're only throwing ten yards.
2: Pretty, he yeah. throws more than ten yards. He has been better this year. Yeah, yeah. barely. Um, okay, so Oakland gives up. I believe it's the fourth <laughs> most um, yards per game to uh, quarterbacks passing, but they give up actually sixteenth like most uh, yards per, per attempt, which means perfect for the checkdown. It is perfect for the checkdown. I think this might be a decent Alex Smith game. So, um, and he created this connection with Macklin last week that finally exploded, which actually just ticked me off. Frankly,
1: it's me brother. too. He's on my finally. bench and I lost to mom. Because <laughs> finally,
2: him. I say no more, Macklin. I believe in you, but I just can't do this anymore. What does he do? He catches nine of his, <laughs> <five> of
1: his <laughs> yards at a touchdown.
2: I lost my mind. I was like, oh, no, he only had three catches in every single game since week five. So annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Just, mm. um, but, you know, hey, everyone in that offense went off. Um, and Charkendrick West is coming back. He's questionable. He's probably going to Yeah, gonna. but he's practicing in full. So, but, yeah, it's fine. I think they're probably going to go back to Charkendrick West. But Spencer Wel- Ware did really, really well. So, uh, I don't know. But I think if you have Charkendrick West, you can't put him on your bench. No. Especially because the Raiders... I just, you can't do that. So Travis Kelsey had a touchdown last week, woo, which was his first since week three. Um, yeah. It, you know, listen, this is a good matchup. Keep your fingers crossed. Go for it. Oakland gives up a ton of points to, to tight ends. So I'm staying away from the defense though, because I'm a Derek Carr believer.
1: I'm go. a believer too, Brandon. We told you he was going to bounce back. Yeah. And he yeah. Did One it's bad expected. game guys. One, One bad, bad, bad game. game. Don't, Don't freak, freak out. out. He's been good all season. Yep. And they freak awesome. out 24 of 37 passes over 300 yards, guys, 330 yards, and three touchdowns. Don't panic, Let's give me the same thing on paper. This does not look great. Ninth fewest points at quarterbacks. I don't care, you're playing him. It's Derek Carr, guys. He's done great all season. Do it. Amari Cooper, he's been hot and cold all season. He had seven catches on 12 targets for 115 yards. So, this was an up week against the Titans now. The probably is going to have an even bigger game because Carr, sorry, he would have had a bigger game, but Carr was really spreading the ball around, such as with even Seth Roberts, who had six catches for 113 yards and two touchdowns. You know, the chiefs do not defend the pass Well, this is where they really struggle. You have the second most points to wide receivers. So that's going to even out that bad matchup on paper for Derek Carr. So I like that. I like all of them this week. I think you could possibly even go with Seth Roberts and Daly. I know that sounds a little crazy, but I think they could all have a really big game. I love it, Latavius Murray. Carson. You know, he's per usual. Is just is what it is. Fifty some sixty yards. You're gonna get six points. That's, that's what you're gonna Pedestrian. get. Flex only people. Flex only.
0: Sam. Um, Denver Broncos nine and two. The San Diego Chargers three and eight. What a win last week. Oh, Whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> and as a Broncos fan, I just want to let you all know I did cry. Totally cried. As I was jumping up and down, screaming, grabbing my husband in the air, I had tears. Are you a little surprised that he
1: actually posted a picture of him riding, riding a bronco? bronco? I was almost like, there's no way he posted that. Someone must have had Well, it. He's, he's like, down. so He, I guess he's like really new to
0: social media. And so I don't, you know, he's probably just kind of stupid about it,
1: obviously. But I, mean, I do yeah. love the Broncos then like showed him like bucked off the Bronco. I mean, it's just like, it was, kind of a <laughs> yeah. fun, it was a funny social media back and forth. So I was just kind of like, wow, bold, bold. to Put that before the game, Brady. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but anyways, a few notes we took away from the game. The Broncos found their running game. That was exciting. Their yeah. They're still legit with half of their team out. And those late night text messages between Brock and Sanders clearly meant something to the both of them. Because. Netflix and chill. A strong connection. A strong connection there. First off, I know that this is a good matchup for Brock, but I am not doing it. Unless you run to a two quarterback, Lee, you guys. He had 207 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And that is with 42 attempts. That's a lot of throwing lot for of him. No, yeah, um, no, So it's no go, guys. <laughs> um, San Diego is the absolute worst against the run. So, all right, you guys. The running game got their groove last week. They're feeling confident. You can start both Hillman and Anderson. Uh, Anderson had 113 yards and two touchdowns. Hillman had 59 yards and a touchdown. Guys, both of them are, I think, are going to share the ball, and I think they're both going to profit from it. So, um, I'm into it. Um, I know that this says that San Diego is tough against wide receivers, but when you actually look at who they faced against, if it's a strong passing game team like Cincinnati, whatever, New England, it's like they 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 let plenty of fantasy points go. Okay, so I'm not too concerned. And I have a feeling this week that Brock and Demarius Thomas are going to work really hard together. Um, I have a feeling Demarius is going to stay up late sending him text messages because Demarius had his
1: worst game last week. I mean, it it so, was it was it was so it painful. Was. Never Class have I ever his classy response of not saying anything bad about Demarius. I Thomas. know
0: he's yeah, so sweet. I was like, there were people on Twitter being like, cut. Demarius Thomas. <laughs> well, listen, I I had him on my team, and I was shouting at the team or at the TV, being like, "Stop throwing to Demarius! Stop throwing to Demarius! I Don't he was
2: abandon
0: the run! Don't abandon the run!" And, and yeah. you know, and we're talking about Denver Broncos here, so that was crazy, but it was true. It was just to, you know, it is what it is. And again, there was weather. There's not going to be weather this week, but you know, listen, I think Demarius is going to bounce back this week. Do I think he might have more fantasy points than Sanders? Maybe not. Maybe I not. Think but I think he's going to have a huge game this week. I, think, I, think gonna I really be- think they're going to have some serious work going on between the two of them. So I'm
1: I not think concerned run a about Demaryius.
0: They are going to run a lot, but I think that they're going to have big – because they're going to be running a lot, their passing is going to be big plays. So big fantasy points and short amount of receptions is my feeling. Um, I like Denver's defense. Of course, the Chargers give up the eighth most fantasy points to defenses. As for the Chargers, um, I will start with the defense. Since I ended with the defense, we usually like defenses against the Denver Broncos. It's usually really good. The Chargers are really bad. Um, so, you're just not going to do that. You just can't. Uh, Antonio Gates came back last week. hey 53 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. Uh, if the Chargers can get down the field against Denver – I do think they're going to target Gates in the end zone again. Um, The Broncos do give up the 14th most fantasy points to tight ends. So Gates is a viable option. Phillip Rivers is listed as probable with an ankle issue, but will play on Sunday. He threw for 300 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions last week. The Jaguars are not the Denver Broncos. So, you know, don't do that. But the Denver Broncos and San Diego Chargers have a weird relationship, and I think this game is going to be kind of grossly close i agree and it could be some serious junk points if it's not so i'm not against philip rivers not but with that said the denver gives up the fewest amount of amount of fantasy points to quarterbacks only allowing two quarterbacks to score over 20 fantasy points this year and that was brady and luck two guys that have kind of a rivalry with the broncos yeah and so does rivers just saying Stevie Johnson is the perfect wide receiver, three-flex guy. He had seven receptions in each of his last three games. Um, but he's only found the end zone once since week two, so that's yeah. not great. But in PPR, it's okay. It's okay. Don't love Inman this week against the Broncos. to give up the few small fancy points to wide receivers. And I will continue to not love either running back for San Diego Chargers. Until they figure grow that offensive line. Um, Denver is in the middle. Of the pack for wide against you, know, wide receiver or running backs, excuse me, but it's week 13 when you get in the playoffs, and I don't trust either one of them. Philadelphia Eagles, four and seven against the New England Patriots. Oh, Kelly, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Oh. Uh, no one on this team can be trusted, you guys. I say it every single week. I would like to say it because this is a nice matchup. You, could, you know, you might have a good game. With this guy named Jordan Matthews, um, who had a great game last week, but he can't—he's never—he hasn't had a back-to-back good game since week one and two, so it's done. Um, I would like to say that Murray should do well since the Broncos ran all over the Patriots last week. But he's had seven points and three points in week eleven and, and twelve, so that's a bummer. Oh, and Sam Bradford is expected to play, but who cares? He's only had one game over 18 fantasy points and four games under 10 fantasy points. He sucks. And you know you can't play a defense against the Patriots, especially defense that's been in negative points the last two
1: weeks. I'm excited yeah. to see Belichick completely outmastermind <coughs> the alleged mastermind of Chip Kelly. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what's gonna happen here. I think it's gonna be ugly.
2: Yeah. Well, Rob Gronkowski was the big news for the Patriots uh, this week. He is not going to return this week. They're they're listing him as questionable, but it it sounds like it's going to be a multiple-week injury. He says he's not going to come back until he's fully recovered. He has a bruised knee. Scott Chandler will take his place. And everyone's calling him, like, the chalk. And by the way, when we say sometimes I should explain these things. So a chalk play means that, like, everyone's playing him. He's a deal. He's a steal, whatever. Um, You know, Philadelphia, that's the only thing they're good at defending is the tight ends. They have the second fewest points to tight ends. So if everyone else is playing them and you're playing daily, I think there are other options that you could have instead. So I'm not playing him personally. Uh, Philadelphia is so bad that you can start Brady even though he has no weapons. Uh, supposedly Dan, Danny Amendola is optimistic that he'll come back, but he's still limited at practice. He was out last week with a knee injury, but before that he caught nine passes for 117 yards. LaFell just can't get it together. I don't I don't know what else to say. Um he only has one game of over 66 yards uh, and or more than four catches. No touchdowns. Uh, Keyshawn Martin is someone that I might actually, if I'm going to really go out there, because listen, Philadelphia gives up the most points to wide receivers. You can Someone is going to score. I think Keyshawn Martin, they might try to work him in against this really bad defense. It's a possible thing. that It gonna would trade. be something
1: Belichick would do.
2: Yeah. Well, because they need him to get confidence off if they're going to make this big run into the playoffs without Julian Edelman. The perfect game. And if they're not going to have Rob Gronkowski, someone's got to step up, and clearly Brandon LaFell can't do it. He just can't do it. So I think that there's a possibility that he'll have a big game. This is totally speculatory, and this is all just about thinking. Um, after two disappointing weeks, though, I still think I have to go with Blunt. Why? Because Bolden hasn't had over four carries in a game yet, and James White only had one big week and then no other games over four points. But there's a possibility all of them run in that second half. Because as far as I'm concerned, this should be big in the first half for them. Um, and those for you in really, really deep leagues, wide receiver Chris
1: Harper was cut. So even though they don't have any wide receivers, they still cut this guy. That's <laughs> that's How it. bad do you feel as him? Like, literally, you've lost every week. they are like, we're still going to let you go. We're still letting you go. We're wow. you know. um, And start the Patriots defense,
2: period.
0: <laughs> all right. Carolina Panthers, 11-0, the
2: New Orleans Saints. Four and seven. All right, so don't get it twisted, okay? Houston took the week off. They decided to treat New Orleans like a bye week the way that other people treat San Francisco. They were able to play around, have practice, run Wildcats or whatever. Carolina has no interest in this. They have Cam Newton. It's going to be a killer game, a divisional game. Don't worry about it. New Orleans gives up the absolute most points to quarterbacks and the absolute most points to tight ends. I want everything to do with Cam Newton and Greg Olson. They don't have any wide receivers. Just
1: block it out. Block it out. Devin you has come on the back end of the season? But not if you look at his
2: numbers. No. Come on. He's got a and score. A score. Touchdowns. No. A touchdown. a touchdown. Let me check that, but I'm 98% sure. Um, yeah, I, you know, listen, I, I, I don't have a problem with the wide receivers. Okay, no, he scored two. Um, but it just is too inconsistent for me. I, I just, I don't think, I don't think they're going to do that because I think it's just going to be the Greg Olson show. And then I also think it's going to be the Jonathan Stewart show. They don't know how to not give him 21 carries. Yeah. It's a magic number for them. So you you just have to hold on to it. And I think this time he'll make it into the end zone. And that's why he's kind of been eh with the the points is because sometimes he scores, sometimes he doesn't, et cetera. But I feel good about it. And, and then I'm, you know, <sighs> Drew Brees is at home. So I'm very torn about this I, I because he plays so much better at home. But, you know, but Carolina is such a good defense. So if you need oh, to play Carolina, that. I wouldn't bench him. Yeah, screw that. I mean, don't bench them, but I don't know if Drew, I'm, like... Drew Brees is going down this week. I'm playing right. him. There you
0: go. You're playing Drew Brees against Carolina? Oh. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not. Oh, it. you're playing no. I play defense, Carolina. I'm playing Carolina defense. Uh, yes. Okay. yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm just saying... I, I, true. I think I actually... I think I have him ranked. I, think I have him ranked third this week. I'm not sure, but hi. Who cares? I care. Drew Brees is in, in La
1: La Land. He's not... He's, no. The Carolina's... fully... I fully agree with Brand's analysis. And again, like I wouldn't play the wide receivers either because when you give up that much points to the tight ends, he's going to be going Greg Olson. But the only thing, the Jonathan Stewart, I'm like, because if they give up, they give the most points up to quarterbacks too, I can see Cam running in for a lot of touchdowns.
2: Oh, yeah. Actually, you know who I think might run in touchdowns?
1: Mike Tolbert. Tolbert might do it too. Yeah, they may. It's what he does.
0: You guys, I think this game is going to be 44 to 12. And I think that I think that it's gonna be nuts. I think everybody's gonna have a touchdown. It's like you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown. It's gonna to be crazy in Carolina.
2: Well, I mean, the yeah. last time they played though, let's just be let's be real here. Uh, you know, Jonathan Stewart only scored five fantasy points in standard scoring. What week was this? This was in week three, but Cam Newton scored
1: 29.9. let's yes, talk Cam. That's what I'm saying. I think Cam will be the one to score the touchdowns. He'll run that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, Greg Olson had two touchdowns that week. Yeah. yeah. Money. Money. Okay. Let's get hey, into okay. the Saints. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say. I, I Here's the deal. I don't love anyone in this team this week. The Panthers fall into, you know, some of the best in each of the categories. So it's not a good matchup for anyone. The Panthers are legit and Drew Brees is coming off a game in which he had a 45 game streak of scoring a touchdown, and he didn't throw a passing touchdown. This is the first time him and Sean Payton, as a coaching and quarterback unit, have not had a touchdown in a game. So I, that either means he's going to blow up and have a great game, which is not likely against a very stout Panthers defense. I do. It is more likely because they're at home. But ugh, I mean, and he only completed 25 of 44 passes for 228 yards. It's just not good. You know, it's if I had to play anyone from this team, it would be Ingram. Because he is the best matchup, but even then, the Panthers give up the 13 fewest points. So it's yeah, talk about bad timing. If you have any Saints players, I own Ingram and I'm upset. But if you're a Drew Brees owner, like this, I feel like this is like last season when I told you to bench Peyton Manning, which I know sounds like a, totally feasible this year with how bad Peyton has been, but last year he was fantastic and I was like, don't play him. I feel like this is a Drew Brees don't play him situation, which is gonna seem wow. weird to you, but
0: sorry, life. All right, Sunday night game, Indianapolis Colts, 6-5. and It's Pittsburgh Steelers, 6-5. and Matt
1: Hasselbeck. (laughs) Put on your
2: bragging pants. I will.
1: I will. Thank you. He threw for 315 yards. That even surprised me. And two touchdowns, which was, you know, I love it. And what's even better is that him and T.Y. Hilton have finally started to connect together, which is really good news for T.Y. Hilton owners. You know, he had, what's? six catches for 95 yards and he scored twice it just it looked good it felt good it wasn't like freak plays it it was it was executed well so this is what I like about this This is fantastic news you don't have to be worried even Dante Moncrief he had eight passes for 114 yards so sometimes a backup comes in and again talk about a fantastic backup to have on your team Matt Hasselbeck I'll take that for Mm -hmm. sure Um, you don't have to be worried Your receiver's going to be fine. Don't sit there and think, oh, well, Andrew Luck's not in. I'm not going to play them. You still play them. Still do it. Um, You know, they give up the fourth most points to wide receivers, the Steelers do. So this is a great matchup for them as well. So definitely roll out with them. Now, Ahmad Bradshaw, he was put on IR. On Monday. This is this is not good news if you were in a mod Bradshaw owner. Granted, Mad Bradshaw just joined the team oh, week yeah. <laughs> Um but there's people that they're so hot on that waiver wire. I, wave thought, of I know. I up. thought
0: for sure he's gonna be like a sneaky play towards the playoffs.
1: Well, they were starting to lean heavier to him versus yeah. Gore. Now Gore is a little beat up according to you know Pagano. Yeah. He says that he's beat up and that's partly why they signed Bradshaw, partly why Bradshaw was playing more to kind of rest the vet a bit. They did end up signing Dan Heron um, as the backup to Frank Gore now that Bradshaw's out. Boom. (laughs) uh, I think Gore's gonna do okay this week. I like him better with Bradshaw out, certainly. Uh, but they give the fifth, the, sorry, the fewest points to running backs. So by, I think he'll do all right. We're talking like maybe five points. So we're looking at a flex situation for him. And then what I loved was that coach Pagano actually had to state that Andrew Luck is still the cold starting quarterback. And under understand he's hundred percent healthy. I'm like, did anyone doubt? Like, I know I I'm a Hasselbeck fan, but nobody was thinking that Hasselback is replaced. Andrew Luck. Crazy. Well, Brock might have replaced yeah. Peyton. Well, that was all that news today. But the Broncos came out real quick to say, I don't know who your source was, but we did not say that. Did you notice that? It was like Our source mm-hmm. is probably Peyton Manning. It was real quick.
2: <laughs> he was like, out. I need some reassurance. Can you tell yeah, me? Like, yeah, I'm
0: gonna put this fake story out just so like I know. Like they let me know what's going on. We don't
1: know. We don't we uh. do not say that. <laughs>
0: Uh Steelers, uh, I think you can start all of them. Hello. Ben, the best backup quarterback in the Ever.
2: league. can. Um, uh,
0: is probable, but has been cleared to practice. He had 456 yards last week. Amazing. I just you start him. D'Angelo Williams tore it up last week against Seattle. Now he faces the Colts to give up the eighth most fancy points to running backs. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seahawks were successful in taking out Antonio Brown. I will give them that. Um, but that will not be the case this week. Not against the Colts. No, it won't. You should start Brown and Bryant. Bryant is listed as questionable. So keep an eye up on his hip injury throughout the week. I know Wheaton was a moneymaker last week, but that's only because Seattle couldn't focus on all three. Um, it's not going to (laughs) happen this week unless Bryant is out and then you can start Wheaton, you guys. It is a good play because there's going to be plenty of fantasy points to go around um, in that case. Um, But I just don't think he's going to see nearly as many targets against this really bad secondary that's going to be loving up on some Antonio Brown. Um, And if Heath Miller is your tight end, you might start getting yourself ready to replace him. He's listed as questionable and is not practicing and dealing with rib injury, so not good. And kicker Chris Boswell, we talked about him a little bit earlier, has been in double digits. Three games in a row, only owned in six percent of leagues. You guys, pay attention. Pick them up. Start them. Could make it. Could make a big difference in close in close games. You guys, for you to make the playoffs. Monday night game: Dallas Cowboys three and eight at the Washington Redskins five and six.
2: Let me make this quick. Um, Matt Castle is starting again, regardless of the fact that the Cowboys have yet to put Tony Romo on IR, which, which is insane. It's absurd. absurd. Uh, no one had good games. because they're going go to the go to the playoffs. They're going to go to the playoffs. Except for the Redskins
1: are ahead in that division.
2: Right. Darren McFadden had a decent couple decent games, but it wasn't great. And the, my whole point is they're playing at Washington, and Washington are two different teams. There is away game Washington and home Washington. And home Washington, they have 15 sacks on the year, okay, and half their games, 15 sacks. Away, Washington, five. Hello. So their defensive line, their pass rushers, everything that they do is so on point at home. It's not just Kirk Cousins who's better at home. It's their defense, too. So I'm not starting anyone from this team except for Darren McFadden because running backs are disaster zones. Jason Witten, I'm sorry. You can find a better tight end. Des Bryant, I am questioning uh, whether I'm going to start him or not. I'm I sorry, he has no chemistry with Matt Castle. I, I, you know, I, I I say they need to throw him the ball. If I'm the coach, I say you have to throw him the ball. If I'm Matt Castle, I'm trying to give him the ball. But all they're going to do is defend Des Bryant. They're going to let Darren McFadden get a couple yards here or there. They don't care because they're going to pass rush and they're going to murder Matt Castle in the backfield.
0: Yeah, they're going to rush him, and they're gonna, and Matt Castle's going to be throwing serious interceptions.
2: Yeah, and he's, so anyway, I would also start the Washington defense, Sneaky.
1: Agreed. Agreed, agreed. So here's the deal. Kirk Cousins, he had, a, he had a good game last week and was even a top 10 quarterback, but it will be a tough matchup this week, guys. The Cowboys give the seventh-fewest points to quarterbacks. Uh, they're actually... A fairly decent team. Well, they're decent against quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. So they're decent against the pass. Running backs, they allow seventh most points. So for Kirk Cousins, it's not a great match yet. Matt Jones. Do not even get me started. <laughs> do not. Not at the end of this show, Brandon. Don't get me riled up before I got to go to bed. Kyle Shanahan. <sighs> anyway. Jim um, Kelly. Okay, well, I think we can find a good deep breath and feel confident starting Deshaun Jackson. Yes, he is. Love him. He is- He's put together two solid weeks in a row. Again, here at her fantasy football, we tell you that sometimes you got to be okay with guys blown up on your bench and having them prove it to you. And, and Deshaun needed to prove it to you after some bad outings. So, I think he has. I think he's good. he's that deep threat flash player, and I think he's good he's back to his old self. And I think he's good. he's gonna be good for at least one deep ball play. I do think so. So, I like him. And although Reed hasn't scored. Two touchdowns in the past two games. He's been heavily involved in the passing game and has been able to put together some good yardage numbers. So the past two weeks, he has seen eight and nine targets, which is a lot of targets for a tight end, and ended up with 98 yards on eight catches last week. So it is a tough matchup, but the targets are there. The targets are there for him to be able to to actually put up some numbers. And again, in PPR, you're always looking for targets. Now, Alfred Morris actually looked like, pretty good last week, and he seemed to be back to, you know, starter four. Now, perhaps that is because they didn't turn it over to Matt Jones much, and they finally let Morris kind of get into the groove of things, but this is the Redskins, guys. There is no saying that they will do this again this week. It is, it, it is, it is the best matchup in the game, so he could be good, and it could be worth a flex position, but you only, as Courtney will say, only you know how desperate you are to be willing Absolutely. to put any running back from the Washington Redskins in your lineup the week before playoffs, especially if you're on the cusp, I can see it being worth it if you're if you're locked in, but I don't think I would.
0: You know, I've been holding this back, and we're in Week 13, so I'm just gonna, you know, have my moment here. <clears throat> if you've listened to me before this mm. year, you know that I hate RG three. And I am so excited that the Washington Redskins might make the playoffs this year. I cannot even believe it because I am a Chris (laughs) Cousins lover and have been since the very beginning. And I've always said he is a backup quarterback. He will always be a backup quarterback, even though he's the starter. But he is so much better than RG3. It's crazy. And look at it. Whole teams came around. Even without Deshaun Jackson for most of the season. Yes, the record's not great. But they may make the playoffs and that just really really gets me excited
1: so what a great way to end cousins. the show cousins. the rest because you're leading arguably good. one of the yeah, worst divisions in football right now Go but
0: Redskins! RG3 couldn't do it RG3 That's couldn't true. do it That's true. Mm-hmm. well he did it his rookie year okay
1: it and... Ooh, this
0: is what it is awful All right. All right. All right. Awesome. Week 13, you guys. Good luck. Last week until most people's playoffs. Um, Hope you put the right guy in. You can always go to herfantasyfootball.com and check out our rankings um, to help you better pick the dude to stick in that spot. Um, Good luck. Make sure you hop over to herfantasyfootball.com. Also, to subscribe to us so you can get our email Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock Eastern time so you can play our fun dice game from FanDuel. It's free. So make sure you follow the rules so you can win our wonderful prizes. Um, also, you can listen to us on SiriusXM XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. You can call in, ask your questions there as well. You can also tweet us um, at HerFantasyFB and message us on Facebook.com, HerFantasyFootball, if you have any questions. Thank you so much, you guys. Until next week, no more faking it.